What's happening? In? What's happening, y'all? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? How y'all doing? I'm doing okay. Thanks for asking. I know y'all been seeing what's going on in the news. It's hard not to tune in, and, and it's really hard not to speak about it. So with that being said, um, this is not a Falcons podcast. So I'm sorry if you wanted to hear how Matt Ryan is the, one of the greatest quarterbacks, but I'm not going to talk about that today. I'm going to talk about Ahmad Aubrey and George Floyd. The two killings that we've recently witnessed on video. Um, the world has seen the world has seen how cops uh, treated black men and not just them two. It is it goes on, the list goes on. The Trayvon Martins, Philando Castile, Sandra Blands, the all the names and you know more names and and think about them. As we're going through this podcast Think about those names If you can Actually write those names out To make it more authentic And write the na- ages next to them So as a young man When you hit those ages You know okay This was the age Trayvon Martin Never got to live past Ahmaud Aubrey Never got to live past George Floyd Even though he was older But still didn't Live past certain age That's unacceptable So Like I said Ahmaud Aubrey that video was uh, very, very graphic, even though both of them are killings, but they're killings with different vibes. And you're like, what does that mean? Ahmaud Aubrey was hunted down. Everybody's seen that video. He was hunted down. He was running. And you see somebody was recording him running, coming around the corner. Then you see two men outside the truck waiting on him. Uh, they hunt him down because they said they thought he was stealing or whatever have you and kill him. But George Floyd is different in that. They sat on his neck for nine minutes and killed this man. This man was crying out to his mom. He didn't need that. And now there's new video evidence of them kind of roughing him up in the truck. We don't actually see what happens, but we know they, they're, they're cops. So they, they roughed him up. So how do we get here? How do we get here? How do we get to the, the rioting? How do we get to the protesting? Um, it's because we're fed up. It's because as a young generation, we are fed up. We're fed up and we're hurt. I'm hurt that my life doesn't matter as a black man. As a black man, I'm hurt. I'm hurt that y'all care more about Vic and y'all will give those dogs more justice than the black men that killed, that were killed. Vic got more time than almost all those cops. Obviously there's outlier situations here and there, but for a majority, Vic got more time. Than all those cops So that You know what that tells me As a black man Who's 23 That tells me That my life Is worth nothing to you That tells me That my dog life Rennie Who can't even Wipe her butt Who can't even Walk herself Her life Is is, is worth more Than mine As a 23 year old man That hurts That brings pain Okay That brings pain So when you see the videos and you got guys coming out saying uh, the the prosecutors coming out saying, well, we got to collect more evidence. We got to see what was going on. We got to know everything before we jump to conclusions. Conclusions. We have a video. We have a video. You see how they do us? We have a video. OK, so we're angry. 
were angry and and we took to the streets we as a people we as a generation we took to the streets and it got a little rowdy um on the night this had to been saturday night this was saturday night that everybody started looting um and 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 people feel as though that the looting and the rioting takes away from the focus but here we are and, and my third point media responsibility it is the media's responsibility to one print the truth it is the media's responsibility to print the truth that means that means when people are lying call them out when organizations or organizations are 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 funding whatever the tricks that that it is media's responsibility to do to deliver the truth and also to keep us on topic everybody wants to say the uh the riots the the media has been focused on the riots so that's what everybody's talking about we can riot but it is, it's, it's the media's responsibility to to f- bring the main thing keep the main thing the main thing and that is social justice that is black rights that is black lives matter that is what the media should be covering that's their responsibility to 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 blast that message so everybody can get it okay and me as a podcaster and i consider myself as media it is my responsibility to do the same thing i think it would be very deftone and 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 what do you call it uh the new term on twitter is read the room it would be wrong of me to talk about sports right now and, and try to promote it it would be wrong. So I'm doing my part. My responsibility, my part is to give it to y'all as a podcast. So here we are. We, this is what I'm doing. Okay. And another thing that the media does. Well, not another thing, but we're, I'm at the next point. And usually I don't read from points, but I'm trying to read from a point uh, or, or bullet points right now. So the flow might be off it might be a little different but i'm I'm gonna be my thoughts are a little bit more organized so hopefully it's delivered to you clearly and a clear message okay so on to the four on the fourth uh bullet point i got media games and what does that mean the the, the media right now plays games they play two games one they play games that controls the moods of the masses they are the ones who putting y'all on scare and all these businesses on scare. Riot, riot, riot. They're going to riot. They're going to riot. They had us thinking we were going to riot tonight. when we That wasn't the plan. That was never the plan. That was never the plan, honestly. But that's what they do. The same thing with the pandemic, how they scared us. And it's, it's okay to be informed. But to be over-informed and so much to where you get an emotion, that's what the media does. They 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 make it... They make you fearful. They can get you scared. They know they know how to trigger you. They know how to get you mad. They know how to deliver content and 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 shift things and say certain words to get you in certain places. They, that's the games they play. So that's why it's it's up to the the media's responsibility is to keep it true. And and not all the time they do that. Not all the time they do that. So we gotta weave through and, and see what is is BS and what is not. Okay. Another game that they play is. They paint the dead, like Ahmaud Aubrey and George Floyd, as victims. As victims. You see, after he's dead, they go back and say Ahmaud Aubrey was uh, breaking into houses. And George Floyd did that and this and that. They're pulling up his past. And th- those are games. We have videos. 
I don't want to talk about anything else outside of those two minute videos however long it is I think one is actually like nine minutes and the Ahmaud Aubrey has to be like a minute and some change three minutes something like that uh, there's no outside source or no outside evidence no outside any influence that is going to lead me away from the video we have video proof what are we doing but see that's the game that they play they make it seem like it's justified because he doesn't have a voice we got to stop that and we got to tell the media to stop that okay everybody we're only on the sixth month of uh this year we just got to june which is the sixth month right we, we just got to june and we have processed so much so much the first month of 2020 kobe died and that that was a lot of our heroes that, that was a lot of our hero he died then um what do you get then you got the pandemic then and on top of that you got trump tweeting you got the mod aubrey video that surfaced even though the killing happened a while back um, then you get the george floyd you get the killer bees you get uh trump's foreign relations it's just so much that we have processed him tweeting if the if they start looting they start shooting we had to process that he just uh separated himself from the world health organization during a pandemic and we had to process that so we have processed so much in 2020 that hear me when i say this we need to clear our minds clear our spirits and clear our hearts we need to clear our minds clear our spirits and clear our hearts for what is about to happen because previous to the protests and stuff like that we, we dealt with so much we were quarantined we were in the house for two months we don't even know our mental state we haven't even checked it because we haven't really been out and about so what I need y'all to do right now or during this week, especially on Sundays, have pick a day where you need to balance yourself out, your emotions out, your mind, spirit, hearts, um, because we might have became numb to stuff. We might have went through so much that we don't even know if we became numb to other situations. So gauge yourself from now, how you respond to situations, how you wake up, what moves you wake up into and compare to the best time of your life to see if there's a difference so you can say okay i need to balance myself out because i was not responding to this situation like this because we need to be focused we need to be focused and recharged for the energy that we're about to put into this this protest because i think it's about to come something's about to come there's a shift in the atmosphere and we need to be ready for it all right so now we're going back to what i'm talking about the riots and then all that so now you got media talking about the they don't want this they don't want that of course of course you don't want us looting you don't want us breaking into stuff i understand i understand that i understand that but you weren't okay with peaceful protests you weren't okay when mlk you weren't okay when mlk had a a non-violent program you weren't okay with kaepernick kneeling now i have my thoughts on kaepernick I thought I had my thoughts on Kaepernick and you can go back. Those thoughts are in there forever. I'm not going to change my stance on him, but, uh, what he stood for was, 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 I was with it. I was with it. And when I say stood for kneeling, which hence standing, if that makes sense. So they weren't okay with that. They shunned that. They shunned that. They didn't. Okay. They, they talked about it. They, they called him bad names. Trump said, I would, that son of a B get him out of there. People were mad. He's disrespecting the flag. He's doing this and the third. So they weren't okay with that. They weren't okay with that. Malcolm X. A lot of people. A lot of people in history have labeled him violent. 
You go back and listen to his speeches. He empowered. So to them, that was a threat. But he was not violent. He didn't tell you wake up in the morning, go shoot a white person, wake up in the morning, go damage a white person. He didn't tell you to do that. He empowered you with knowledge. He empowered you with protection and told you to protect yourselves and how we should. And that was a threat to them. So even Malcolm X was not violent. And what they do? They killed him. They killed him. Okay. Kaepernick doesn't have a job, right? And you can go back and look at my views. So, and I'm not changing views. I'm just saying, Kaepernick is where he's at because of this. Okay. So, with all that being said, that's why we're riding now, and we're just riding for civil rights, equal rights. That's it. That's it. But look at what they're willing to do. To not give us that instead of having a simple conversation simple change giving us simple right they rather us riot they rather push the police out that that's telling that's telling that my governor who has a farmer uh he's just a farmer he's a glorified farmer i promise you i think that was his degree in college he's a farmer glorified farmer my governor rather sign a state of emergency send out national guard than just say hey come sit with me Let's change some things in Georgia. Let's let's change some police uh, reform. Let's do the police reform. You know what I'm saying? They all across the world, our president. They rather say no, no. They, that that that's telling. We're in a battle. They that's telling us that they don't care about my life. Nobody's talking about that. The police haven't came out and said no. This is wrong. George Floyd's wrong. No, they they like no. Nah, arrest these guys. They getting they getting rowdy. They was telling us we was getting rowdy before we was getting rowdy. So you see the game here. They already they already showed their hand. They're racist. So tired of them throwing us bones. I'm tired of them throwing us bones. You can vote here, nigga. Shut up. You can come to our school here, nigga. Shut up. You can run for. Uh, you can be your mayor here, nigga. Shut up. You can bank with us here, nigga. Shut up. Those are throwing bones. That's just getting us quiet. We're tired of us. They're, we're tired of them throwing bones at us. We want it all. We want it all. Okay. And with that being said, all of that happened. And and look where we're at. We're still getting shot down in the street. So, yeah, we've progressed. But have we? Like, I, I hate to take away from Martin Luther King. I really do. I promise you I do. I hate to take away Martin Luther King. Like, like what he did didn't better us. Like, what he did didn't do good for us. He did wonders. He He shifted the needle. But it could, it can't stop there, all right. And the mentality that I have from football is get him before he get me. Get him before he get me. That means when you blocking, I'm gonna attack the cornerback to block him before he attacks me. So with that mentality that I got from football, I'm gonna put that in the world, okay? I tell everybody who who I owe money. I ain't gonna call you. I I got finesse in me, man. I ain't gonna call you and say, hey, don't I owe you ten dollars? You, that's your money in my pocket. I tell everybody, that's your money in my pocket. You call me and you come get it. You pull up to my house, come get your money. All right? That's the same with freedom. That's the same with freedom. We got to go get our freedoms in their pockets. We got to go get our freedoms in their courtrooms. We got to go get our freedoms in, in Congress. We got to go get our freedoms in the Senate. We got to go get our freedoms in the constitutions. Those are ours. We got to go get them. All right? So it's time for new tactics, okay? It's time for new tactics. We tried the MLK, and I think we tried the peaceful. That got us as far as it's going to get us. 
I'm not saying riot, but I'm saying that it's time to change the tactics. It's time, it's time to change the tactics, okay? We're angry. What do you think? We're angry. We've been angry for years. We've been angry for years, okay? I remember I've been angry since about third grade. I grew up in the South. Obviously, I'm, I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia. There's a lot of history in between Alabama, Atlanta. Uh, it's a lot of history. Tennessee. It's a lot of history there. So I grew up in first grade when it was Black History chapter. We closed the books. Shout out to Miss Jones, Mr. Pinkney, Mr. Lisbon. We closed the books. And and they really got in depth. They really had the conversation off the page. So I've been angry since then. So this, the, the bowling point was then. We're past that. And we're really angry. And that's why you see all these angry people downtown. That's why you see all these angry people smashing windows. They're angry. Okay? Now, I'm not saying what they did is wrong. They just have no uh, guidance. They have no guidance because we have no organization right now. And we have no organization because we don't have real true leaders. All right. My leader is in future. You crazy if you think I go to future's page for guidance. You crazy if you think I go to uh, Young Thug's page for uh, guidance and, 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 and leadership. I'm caring about his thoughts. Uh, Dave Spell got one of the funniest jokes ever saying, uh, what y'all want to hear about Ja Rule? Who cares about Ja Rule right now? That's the same way I feel about when rappers speak out and, and, and certain ball players. The ones that do, they go above and beyond. The TIs, the Killer Mikes, the LeBron James, the Muhammad Ali's. They go over and beyond. They use their platform the right way. That's how you do it. You use your platform, you do that. That's cool. I want you to do that. You should do that. But they shouldn't be our leaders. It's not in their job description. And I'm not sitting here saying their job description is to dribble a ball and shoot hoops and, and, and just shut up and play ball. That's not their job description. I mean, that, that is literally what they signed a contract and it says, give me this amount of stats. But they can use their platform. But that's not who we pay to be our leaders. That's not who we pay. Who do we pay to be our leaders? The presidents of, of the HBCUs. We, we pay them to be leaders of the black future. Our principals of majority black schools, we pay them to lead the people in the school. Our pastors, our pastors, that we pay tithes and offering to lead offerings to lead a congregation. That is their job. Where are they at? Where are they at? That's what we got to put pressure on. That is who we got to put pressure on to lead. And when I say lead, that doesn't mean just sit there and tell their thoughts and do what they say. Sometimes leading, like MLK did, is put certain people in place, move pieces around. Say, hey, go talk to this city for me because I know you're the right vibe for this city. Hey, go talk to this person and connect with this person because I know you're going to connect well. Hey, email, you in charge of flyers, delegating, delegating. Great leaders delegate and they listen to their team around them, as I've been told. I'm working on that. So that's the difference, I think, uh, between the old civil rights leaders or his movements and now is because Dr. Martin Luther King was a pastor. Essentially, Malcolm X was a pastor. Reverend Lowry was a pastor. These guys were in church. They had congregations that they led and that was their army. Right now, I, it's hard for Killer Mike is not a teacher. 
Killer Mike is not a teacher. He's doing well, but he's not a teacher. We don't pay him to do that. We need, where are our HBCU presidents? Where are our pastors? Okay. We got to put pressure on them. And I can't, I can't, I go to Cascade United Methodist Church. Okay. My, my senior pastor is Pastor Kevin. He's one of the smartest pastors that I've witnessed. Um, one of his pillars in, in the church is social justice. He preaches hard on that. So with respect, and, and he's when I say smart, I'm talking about degrees to back it up. He's real well spoken, and not when I say well spoken, I'm not coming from a. You sometimes when you hear well spoken, I, I growing up, I'm one of those like when you see me, you like okay, he black, and then when I open my mouth, you're like oh, you're well spoken. I used to take that as a insult because like dang, but in this case, I'm saying he's like he delivers messages well. So I'm putting pressure on Pastor Kevin because I, I know he's the guy who can connect the churches in Atlanta. He's young. I know he's the guy who can do this. So I'm putting pressure on my pastor, Pastor Kevin. Pastor Kevin, where are you at? And he does a lot. I'm not saying he's not doing anything. I'm just putting pressure on him to do more. I said this today. I, I will follow Pastor Kevin if he wants to battle in hell. I'll follow Pastor Kevin to hell with the mentality that we're going to win this. I believe in him that much. So I'm going to put pressure in a guy like that to lead us. Because it's his responsibility. He's my pastor to lead the congregation. And I'm not saying he hasn't. I'm just saying that that's who I put this responsibility on. Okay. They won't give it to us. We got to take it. We got to take steps to take our freedom. And one of those biggest steps when you talk about racism, racism is a system that backs oppression. All right. A lot of people miss that. You, you got to have the system to back the oppression. All right. One of the ways to make the system work for you is to go vote. The action, the action item of this podcast is to go vote. I need y'all to vote. And, you, and I know a lot of people are like, the voting doesn't work. Voting doesn't work. I hear you. I know we lost the Hillary Clinton got the uh, popular popular vote, but she lost the electoral college. So what that means is she won big states who might have outnumbered, but they only have uh, electoral. They only have certain uh, electoral college votes that represents the state, and they do that is they the reason why they did that is so smaller states have representation in the Senate. And not outweighed by bigger states. So we got to understand the way the system has worked. That's how that happened. Okay. But the importance of voting is. If you're if you're into the political process and you you vet through the candidates, you can get the right guy in there and possibly stop the racist from moving up through the ranks. You stop the racist early. You stop him from becoming the chief. You stop him from becoming Supreme Court judge. You stop him from making it to Congress. You stop him from making it to the Senate. You stop him from making it to the Speaker of the House. You stop him from making it to the president. If you vote early on and all all around in every state, you stop them from rising to the ranks. If they don't get no support, if they stop getting voted in, it's not like you can just appoint them in, in some positions, but then we would have outweighed the good with the bad. You know what I'm saying? So you got to vote. That is the action item. Okay. 
with all that being said this is like a, a three-part installment i will uh i did a, a raw um, unedited video or a unedited podcast i'm gonna also drop that it's gonna say no edit it's kind of the same uh, so you can go back it's a little longer it's 48 minutes um but it is cool to check out the difference between that podcast and this podcast because I'm doing a little different. But I will drop the edit. So the action, two action items, put pressures on your um, pastors and, and presidents. Go right now. Like if you're in school or you graduated from school, go talk to your president on Twitter. Put pressure on them on Facebook, Instagram, wherever platform you can reach them and say, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? We paid you 40000 a year, 35, 38. Spelman and Morehouse Clark, they pay a lot of money. We pay a lot of money. What are y'all doing? So so lead us. Okay? And the other action item is vote. As many people protested, as many people tweeted, go vote. Show out in droves. Okay? I, I get very disappointed around election year to see how many people say voting doesn't work. It really hurts me. Because it does. Use it to your advantage. And after you vote your person in, Show up to the town hall meetings. Show up to his office. Text him, email, call him, put pressure on them to do their job. Because you can elect a guy, but if y'all don't do anything or, or give him anything to do, he'll just sit in the office collecting taxpayer money. So after you vote him, put pressure on them as well. All right. So I think I'm going to name this. No, I ain't going to name it. Put pressure because uh, that's what it is. But I don't know what the name is for this. I don't know what the name of this podcast is, but those are like my initial thoughts. Um, I think this whole week I'm going to dive more into my thoughts I have a plan um, That I do think Not necessarily will fix racism But I know that's a, a far-fetched And you're like how are you going But I do have steps to get us closer to that Thoughts so you'll hear those thoughts Later on this week This is the first podcast installment I don't know how I feel about it I don't know if it's good uh, I went away from my, my normal model of three bullet points and then kind of ramble and go on so that's why i'm dropping an edited and the uh, unedited versions um so check out both you don't have to listen to it all, all 48 minutes you can speed pass through it cut back come back to it you know but check it out um thanks for the support like i said we're gonna, we're gonna be on this way for a little minute i'm kind of done with sports for the minute just because of the the climate of the country um so i it's my like i said it's my responsibility to talk about it and i'm gonna talk about it we're gonna be here for for a minute all right, so thank you for listening. Give me feedback and all that, and uh, tell me how I did.